professional wrestling fans. To the PW fan. The PW fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 81. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and singer and guitarist of Fallbright, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker Andy. I'm also the host and no selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right. Well, for this week, episode 81, we will be discussing Trish Stratus, the four pillars of AEW, Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. Maybe we'll get into some more CM Punk and more. But first, we you know we say this every week. Thank you for the ones who have. If you go to YouTube, press subscribe. I know it's the you know the lame pitch that we got to do in the beginning. But all we want is an official URL, and uh, you know, so we can just say backslash the PW fan, and uh, the only way we can get that is with a hundred subscribers. So we don't really care that much. We just am trying to at least get that, so it's, I don't have to do this long-winded intro. Uh, merch prowrestlingtees.com backslash the PW fan. Um, all other social media, just look up at the PW fan, where we kindly ask that you you know befriend us, follow, do all those things. It helps us out. Uh, Andy, we got a good show this week, episode 81, let's go. We're rolling through, boys, we're, we're almost at episode 100. We're gonna get there sooner than, uh, or sooner than we know it. Well, Tim... I can't wait for this one. Tim, it's, uh, it's funny you should mention CM Punk, (laughs) cause, uh, let's talk about how, a couple hours ago, he was backstage at tonight's Raw in Chicago. Whoa. Yeah, me and Jeremy were talking about this before you hopped on. We were saving it for you. Yeah. Whoa. So CM Punk is backstage at Raw <laughs> in Chicago. Tim's <laughs> like, just in shock like, right now. Tony Khan was like, you so won't, and he was and he was like, bet. So he was backstage at Raw for a little bit, talked to some people, uh, even talked to Triple H apparently for a little bit, but then was uh, told to leave, and it's rumored that Vince – Told has security remotely to make CM Punk leave. So he was eventually yeah. told to go. It's insane. Interesting. So <laughs> someone let him in, and then yeah. someone decided yeah. that they didn't want he him. He talked to Triple H. Anymore. Triple H was fine, obviously. Why do I, I think have a Vince eventually my... heard? Vince isn't there. But Vince eventually I... heard and apparently. Re- remotely told head of security to tell him to leave how hilarious would it be though if they like you know punks like all right paul well hopefully we can put it behind us and triple H's, yeah man yeah i think that'd be cool that'd be cool well anyway good to see you and then he walks away and then he calls <laughs> vince and he's like all right we got to get his ass thrown out of here immediately <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, there's videos of him in the parking lot and stuff out. I saw it. Just like Andy and I were saying, like, how crazy is, like, Punk just be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to pop over to WWE real quick after years of talking shit about them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he shows up and he's like, hey, guys, how's it going? People think that he was there to hype up his return for AEW, but I don't know how that helps AEW. It it doesn't at all. Mm. Well, you think it's the way what, what, what's going on, you know, you the three of us are at a, like, a, you know, we're like, all right, well, 
I get what he's doing. Some well, well, well if you confused. look at it right now, it says an announcement by Triple H will rock the foundation of WWE. I know. It's just funny. It's timing. not going to be punk. It's I know. Not it's be just punk. funny timing. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's like, ugh. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. This is the not, first time not, Tim doesn't actually have words holding for onto it. that contract not, for dear life. Not, not with Vince being involved. Though there is talk about uh, Warner Brothers Discovery wanting to take over the TV deal from That's WWE, true. and they are the ones that uh, run AEW, right? Do the yeah. super the super card? Well, if Punk's there as like a. Wait, he's like the bridge between them? No, but he was told to leave, so it wouldn't work. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the worst person to put there. Yeah. Vince is like, well, it was good to see you, Jericho pal. would probably the, uh, Good to see you, pal. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Do what I did with the F in the early 2000s and get the F out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice boots. All right. Did you ever Did you ever, ever hear the story of uh, Shawn Michaels went into Vince's office with Marty Jannetty? And then, because uh, they had gotten in trouble the night before for something that they said they didn't do, which was like a bar fight. <laughs> and then Vince was like, he walked out and he's like, we were wearing our snakeskin boots. And Vince looked down and he said, nice boots. They're na-, He's like, they're made for walking, you know? And everybody was like, oh, <laughs> man. And then he was like, I'm just kidding. Come on in. <laughs> and then he brings him in his office and he, Shawn Michaels goes, then he fired us. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that story before. And then he fired us. All right, let's get into the actual show, though. I thought that was a fun little way to start with CM Punk, the wonder. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Because they are in Chicago tonight. But let's talk about Raw last week. Um, The Bloodline comes out, and then the Judgment Day ended up coming out, and apparently there's an arrangement between the two groups. Um, They are basically going to, you know, take on each other's... um, groups that they're feuding with. Uh, so this leads to Solo Sokoa versus Rey Mysterio, which uh, the winner is Solo Sokoa. Shortly after that, we had a Cody Rhodes segment um, where he comes out there. It's supposed to be uh, you know, Brock addressing the Did you know my dad was Dusty Rhodes? Run to CVS, I just ran out of bleach. <laughs> well, Cody's out in the ring, and Adam Pierce comes out, and he says, talks about Cody's not medically cleared, and he needs to leave. And Cody grabs a chair. And security come out to make Cody leave. And then Brock Lesnar comes out, and he's wearing a black cowboy hat, which isn't anything new, but also he's channeling his inner undertaker, and he's wearing a big black mm-hmm. trench coat. Yeah, no, he's gonna be like the, like, like fucking like a dark cowboy. Like I can already see, like he's gonna be that like western character that's like. Oh no! I didn't think it was. <laughs> yeah. Like throwing the it back and like the gun is. <laughs> ready to draw, boy. It's like you're from Min- <sighs> He is from Minnesota. Yeah. From Minnesota, he lives in Canada. He grew up on a dairy farm, eh? Um, so Brock Lesnar comes out wearing all that. Adam Pierce makes backlash match official between the two, hoping that it's going to make Cody and Brock, you know, not go after each other. Um, Brock's at the top of the ramp. He's going like this, uh, trying to taunt Cody to come attack. 
So Cody starts taking out security, and uh, Brock Lesnar kind of just walks away. And towards the end, Cody gets on the mic and says, Brock Lesnar can wear his silly cowboy hat all day long. But Brock Lesnar, I grew up around cowboys. You are not a cowboy. You are a coward. And that's how the segment ends. Any thoughts? Do you think this main event is backlash? You grew up in Georgia. (laughs) You grew up in the South. I don't think that's what I don't know about cowboys there. (laughs) Cowboys are like Um, out west. I don't know. He was with his dad in the territories. I don't know. Tennessee. uh, (laughs) He's not that old. The territories. I know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was like civilization then. It wasn't just like. At the time. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Apparently, Cody's from the South. This this is going to main event backlash, though. And it's going to be annoying because Brock's going to probably beat him. Someone write in at the PW Fan Pod. Or at the PW Fan Pod. Write the PW Fan Pod at gmail.com. Tell us where are cowboys from? We would like to know. <laughs> where to find cowboys in the 90s? <laughs> where are 90s? In the 90s? I need 90s cowboys. Good yeah. point. Um, we have Sami Zayn, Maverick, and Kevin Owens backstage. They're trying to come up with plans uh, for their uh, match against the Judgment Day later. And. Matt Riddle, he has a little bit of a funny segment. He's like, all right, so you know how basically like Solo Sokoa has like the Samoan spike with his thumb? He's like, <laughs> well, I'm good with my feet, so what if I tape them up and I call it the toe bro? <laughs> and Kevin Owens gets real annoyed by this and basically is like, you know, why don't you just stop doing any other thinking? And Matt Riddle's like, I was just kidding. I'm not stupid. It's like yeah, yeah, you are. But I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Matt Riddle being involved in a storyline now. No. Kevin Owens was not amused though, but he'll probably be. Yeah. I'm hoping he'll be done with the storyline after Backlash. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so then Bronson Reed interferes in Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory's match by attacking Lashley. Um, I don't know when this was announced. I don't think it was on Raw, but if it was, I missed it. But. Over the past few days, they've announced random matches, and one of them is Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship at Backlash. Uh, Then we had a Trish Stratus segment. Uh, Trish Stratus is coming out dressed uh, basically in a modern version of what she used to. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy hat, uh, the long... Coat, I, I guess, guess an open robe or I don't know kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she gets on mic, talks about basically how Becky is ungrateful, you know, never thanked her for paving the way for uh, for the women of the division. Um, and she gets on, she gets on the mic, and continues to say, uh, basically ends it with this. She said, "I am not a nostalgia act. I am not your childhood fantasy." And I sure as hell am nobody's <laughs> sidekick. I'm the greatest of all time. No, you're not. And I am the single most important figure in the WWE, in the history of WWE. No, you're not. And I'm here to make sure you, none of you forget it. What's your guys' thought on that statement? I mean, it's a good heel statement. I'll say that. But none of it really is true other than probably a few things. Yeah. I mean, she's just cutting the heel promo. 
her back. Yeah. But it it does kind of show that, like, in ring-wise, like, I know, like, Trish is older now and everything, but still you can see the difference of, like, where the women's division is compared to, like, where they were then yeah. when she was, like, um, wrestling. Well, Trish being back, there's two big reasons to watch Raw when she's on TV. Um, let's continue, though. <laughs> um, just making a joke, guys. Just making um, do, do let, Chelsea do, Green and Sonya Deville. <laughs> Stop. Chill. Uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, they beat Mia Yim and Candice LeRae in order to get a number one contender's match for the uh, number one contender shot. Uh, for the women's tag team titles um, this coming Friday. And then our main event was... <laughs> main event was Judgment Day versus Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. The winners, uh, after a good match, was actually a really good match, was Riddle, Owens, and Zayn. Uh, the Uso and the Judgment Day attack. Uh, then the N- LWO run out. Everyone brawls. And uh, the faces end up prevailing in the end. So that wraps up roll. I like now, I how think you what's know what's what going to happen. I don't like to toot her own Go horn on. too much. I mean, I like to I like to toot it a little <laughs> bit, just a little. Uh, but uh, I, I like that our show is like a nice snack for the people. It's like maybe you couldn't watch seven wrestling shows. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk suffer and do that for you. Hard hitting issues, man. That's what I talk about. <laughs> We talk about the hard-hitting issues in the WWE and AEW world. I and need the people. Sometimes the rest of the wrestling world. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking to the people right now. I need the people to understand <laughs> the, the sacrifices that you make for them. Andy watches everything. <laughs> he watches so much wrestling. Uh, I mean, uh, I watch everything WWE, including NXT, which we don't talk about. And well, technically, Andy I would watch this anyways, AEW. even if we didn't do this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm just yeah. taking my time with it and taking notes. Yeah. These notes are crazy. Pages of notes. Yes. I still have the original notebook, guys, of when I wrote everything down by hand. Yeah. Like the first like well, four episodes when Tim was giving it star ratings. <laughs> I had a guy. I had to see guy. how far we've come. Go back to listen to an old. Go back and listen to an old episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had a guy told me I should bring the, the same star readings back. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Really? Who? A person. He, he who said should not be named. He was like, "Are you going to do the star ratings again?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know." Uh, what if, if, what if we do it for like pay per views? Okay, but you I should think do we like, have our f- like smiley faces, like big grin. You get a sad <laughs> smiley. I'm frowny down, face. I'm a... down to do, I'm down to do a star rating. But here's what we do on the episode where we start that. We have to explain the criteria. Piece. We have to explain the criteria, and it's five stars only. We're not doing this weird. Uh, that doesn't make As sense. As Jeremy's wearing a. Uh, this, no, this is an acclaim. It's not a seven star oh, okay. FTR shirt. I saw the star and I was like, "Is that a, a seven star FTR shirt?" <laughs> we can maybe do it for people. Yeah, to start. We'll write up some new rules for it then. Yeah, new rule. Um, new rule. 
I don't like the seven. It doesn't but, roll off the tongue. I don't understand. Like, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm watching Trish Stratus on TV. Um, I, know, I, know, I know you got distracted. <laughs> um, let's get Andy's, into Andy's Dynamite. like all I heard. All I heard with Andy a second ago was, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> she's uh, acting like a who. Oh my god, you can't say Some kind of. <laughs> Brought out my inner stew. Yeah. Stew hasn't called in a while, but he we'll save him for next I week. I know, thank God. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Dynamite. After Jungle Boy's win over. Couldn't tell you. Don't remember. It's not the part of the segment what? I was worried about. Who'd he beat? Didn't he what beat mean, someone? He, no, Jungle Boy uh, lost to Sammy Guevara. No, the open the show. No, he just came out. He didn't oh, beat anyone. He was in jeans and stuff? Okay. Yeah, know, you're right. he was in the jacket. Oh, well, then I'm not wrong. Or I'm not forgetting <laughs> anything. Okay, Jungle Boy comes out, opens up the show. Uh, before he even really has a chance to talk, he's quickly... Well, actually, I want to go back because there was something I wanted to add. The rumor is that when it comes to Trish, she's going to face Lita first at Crown Jewel because they like the nostalgia acts over there. And then she'll probably face Becky at like SummerSlam. That makes sense. I feel like the Prince, was it the Prince of Saudi Arabia or whoever they talk about over there? Only watches... Deputy from the 90s still. <laughs> He's the old school wrestling fan. Of <laughs> yeah, but he thinks that's like reality right now. He's like, Tim's my favorite guy in the PW thing. <laughs> just in case you do listen, I'm just throwing it out there. We might consider taking a sponsorship. You can email us. <laughs> the Saudi Arabia government. We can take some blood money. <laughs> I won't. We won't tell anyone. You just... heard it here first, guys. DM, <laughs> slide into my DMs. We can talk privately. We will quickly sell out. It's fine. <laughs> well, when you've done eighty, when you've done eighty, eighty-one episodes for no money, <laughs> it's after a while it's, <laughs> it starts to sound all right. I'm not trying to work for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, all right. So back to Jungle Boy and Dynamite. He's quickly interrupted by Sammy Guevara. Then Darby Allen comes out, and Darby gets on the mic. This is going to be kind of a long segment, but I'm just going to go through what everyone says. So Darby's on the mic. He says Sammy is the least qualified to fight for the championship because he's a follower. He said Jericho is holding him back. And he said Jungle Boy had to work the least hardest to get here because he was a part of the whole California clique. And he says he was jealous at first, but when he saw what he was all about, nothing intimidated him about uh, Jungle Boy. So then Jungle Boy gets on the mic. And he said, if only the people with their face painted knew what Darby was really like. You're unsocial. You're rude to everybody back there. Who, who th- uh, and you think uh, you're rude to everybody back there who you think isn't cool enough for you. Uh, he says, this wasn't even your first choice. You're only here because you didn't make it as a skateboarder. 
And then he says, out of Darby and MJF, he respects Sammy the most because for better or worse with Sammy Guevara, what you see is exactly what you get. Uh, he puts his future on the line when he comes out, and he respects that, but you're still a scumbag piece of shit. So this then gets Sammy to get on the mic after that, after complimenting him and then tearing him down. Sammy says, you hate MJF so much, but in reality, you're just like him. Both of you were handpicked to be here, the golden children of AEW. When I say both of you, I'm talking about Jungle Boy and MJF, not Jungle Boy and Darby. He said, the first double or nothing, Darby wasn't there. Um, or Darby wasn't even like in the company. Uh, Sammy was on the mm. pre-show, and Jungle Boy and MJF were in the ring with Bret Hart, talking about when the title was unveiled. <laughs> said, most recent pay-per-view, Sammy and Darby weren't even on it, but Jungle Boy and MJF were... Uh, he relates to Darby because they will risk their lives to make it. So they all then kind of claim that they're the, going to be the next AEW world champion, and MJF comes out and says, uh, <laughs> okay, so he's, they're in Pittsburgh. The crowd's booing him, and he says, good thing I don't Not care right. what you guys think. He said, good thing I don't care what you guys think, considering you actually think Brick Baker is talented. And I was just like, God <laughs> damn. <laughs> right away, like, Jesus. Um, he said, they're all tied in the rankings, so we talked to t- Tony Khan, and there's going to be a Pillars tournament, because Tony Khan loves his tournaments. He said, where the winner will face MJF at double or nothing. The first round, uh, one of the three will get a bye. He draws from a hat, and Darby Allen is the one that gets the bye. So Sammy versus Jungle Boy is going to be the main event tonight, and he said, he walks away before saying, uh, or after saying, Go to, like, beating the ever-living shit out of each other because you both suck. <laughs> and then he walks to the back. Uh, so that, that popped me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts? Yeah, really, MJF, MJF has really good ending lines. Like, you know, like the last line to say. And he just walks out. It's like beating the ever-living shit out of each other because you both suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. throw Britt but, Baker on um, the bus. Jesus. I really thought they were going to do like a four-way for the title at, at uh, whatever the double or nothing the pay-per-view, but uh, we'll I get into that because MJF was yelling stuff. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it I might. S- I guess I still could that way or work that way. Any thoughts, Tim? What do you think about? Um, do you think it? I think you've mentioned before. It's, you don't like the four pillars going at it right now. I just don't think it's time yet. I mean, it's, it should be like five years down the road. So next year? Oh, you mean five years? MJF might not even be there in 2024. Hey, maybe they, maybe that's why, and they got to do it now. A lot of cursing, a lot of poop mouth. Poop, poop mouth. (laughs) Like that. What in MJF? (laughs) Or in the segment? It doesn't bother me at all. (laughs) How'd you say it, Ron? (laughs) You poop, poop mouth, poop mouth. All right, Britt Baker versus Jamie Hader, or and, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader, sorry, versus Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. Winners were Britt and Jamie. But these groups have been feuding the past couple weeks. Uh, what are they called? The Outcasts, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, not damn. <laughs> okay. a, a rip off of the NWO, where they're trying to be because they came from a different company. Yeah. Not, I mean, especially with the spray paint. Like, come on. Yeah, the spray paint. Their spray paint was stupid. Well, we have a segment with the elite. 
Kenny cuts a promo. Um, Daniel Bryan appears on the screen. And uh, the Blackpool Combat Club attacks from behind. Both groups end up brawling. And uh, Danielson wants to take out Kenny with a screwdriver, which is unlike Danielson to do. But then uh, Takeshka, after, I guess, Don, Don Fallis came out with a chair and dropped it. <laughs> Don Callis came out with a chair and dropped it. <laughs> Raymond to the back. Takeshka came out to the help. Uh, to help out uh, the elite, and he takes every he takes everyone out. Apparently, apparently, Takeshi can take out the entire BCC. Apparently, uh, Tim, do you want to say something? It looks like you were about to lean in. I mean, nothing of importance. I was just for like three oh, seconds okay. when you said <laughs> you said Don Don, and I was like Vito. Like I I just thought of Don Vito for a second. I don't know why. I thought he was going to say clown. No, no. No clown tonight. No clown. No clown. Uh, I don't like what they're doing with this, but Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow for the TNT Championship. Oh, yeah. Wardlow is now once again the champion. I don't know why that the TNT title has become the 24-7 title and just keeps switching almost every other week. I mean, I know he has, like, Wardlow now has Arn Anderson with him, which I think is a good idea. He needed someone with him. Um, That's right. But yeah, it just felt like it was like kind of like, why don't you just do this before he when he had the title? So you just keep it on. They just trying to milk it. They just trying to milk this feud to double or nothing. Yeah, but like, like, but like Hobbs deserved a good run though. Yeah, I was expecting it longer. But they did the same thing with Joe and him, and then uh, I don't know. It's yeah. Well, Joe, I kind of get because he was like also the Ring of Honor champion. It was just to get to the pay per view with Wardlow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after the match, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus have their sights, probably mainly Luchasaurus, have their sights set on the TNT Championship. They pop up in a... Yeah. Or no, they walked out and then turned around, I believe. Yeah. Um, we had a backstage interview with Sammy Guevara where MJF walks up and he says, I want you to know I've always kind of liked you. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even mind the fact that you stick your tongue out more than Gene Simmons on meth. Um... <laughs> <laughs> MJF offers a guaranteed spot in the double or nothing main event and a blank check. Uh, all Sammy has to do is lay down. Sammy writes a number on the check and after fighting it, uh, MJF reluctantly agrees. Yeah, I had to rewind that part because it made me laugh. Yeah. And so I just wanted to hear it again. He's like, because he, he says it was such a straight face. He's like, like, I don't even mind the fact that you stick your tongue out more than Gene Simmons on that. Uh, and the fact that like I, Sammy didn't even laugh there, I don't know how like neither one of them like did yeah. anything, but yeah, got me. Um, Jay White made his, I guess you could say, official AW like being signed with AW entering debut um, yeah. against Commander. The winner was Jay White. <laughs> the worst name. <sighs> Any thoughts on this match first? I've heard Mo- most of I've it. Heard people be like, Jay White saved Commander from. Hurting himself many times, and I've seen other things. I feel like that was true. Crazy. Yeah, there was, was that one time he when he jumped up and down on the side room. Yeah, and I was just like, "What is spot. this?" And he I just did it. it like four times in a row. I hate and it. I was just like, "Do it like twice, and then do your move or whatever." That's cool, but doing it four times, I'm like, it feels like a little kid like being like, "Look what I can do." It's not Tim's kind of wrestling. No, it's not. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Uh, but I will say that when he runs the ropes and like 
dives off. That's pretty cool. But exactly. not the other stuff that he does. No, because that clip kind of went viral because people it had mixed reviews. That's why that clip. He like yeah. he like lands on his back in the corner on the ropes and then pops up and it's just like what are you? Yeah, and like Jay White had to like kind of like carry him up back up because he fell. But. Yeah. yeah, that's all I'll say about that. But afterwards, Juice Robinson starts attacking Sean Spears, who was in the front row, and I guess gave... he's not of the face now though. Like. Yeah. Sean Spears is like, I'm not going to cheer for him. But, like, what did he do? He, like, threw up a five instead of, like, a ten. Yeah, the finishing of it, he put a five yeah. up. And then that apparently made him beat him up. <laughs> yeah, so Tim's Tim's favorite wrestler, Sean Spears, throws up a five. And Juice Robinson didn't like that, who was out there to support Jay White. So, um, yeah. Juice Robinson starts to attack Sean Spears. And then Ricky Starks comes out to help. Um, and then shortly after, I think on social media, Commander is a, is all elite after his performance. So Tony Khan apparently was impressed and wants to. I mean, the it. most of his stuff is pretty good, but there's some things I'm like, you need to like not do that. <laughs> you just need to like not do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I'm mixed in my opinion, with this next segment, Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Adam Cole's out there, or I forget who's out there first, but Adam Cole has some kind words for Jericho um, at first, and then Jericho basically has zero respect for him and thinks he's arrogant. And uh, Cole says that Jericho's been a real jag-off lately. And... <laughs> Ask the question, who is the real Chris Jericho? Um, uh, Cole thinks that uh, the real Chris Jericho is, is is an insecure, fickle, and I like this part. He said, stupid idiot, which <laughs> that popped the fans, throwing back to Jericho's final WWE gimmick. Yeah. Uh, he said, you wanted my attention. You've got it. So now what? Jericho says, first off, I'm not a jag-off. He tells Adam, uh, you don't want to know me and to leave, and tells Adam to leave. Um, not long after they start brawling, Daniel Garcia comes out, and then Britt Baker comes out. She slaps Jericho. Uh, the outcasts come out, and they attack her. Garcia handcuffs Adam Cole to the ropes. Garcia then gets a kendo stick, and Jericho's about to hit Adam with it. Instead, he gives it to Soraya, who hits Britt with it. This is the part I didn't like. Adam Cole starts yelling Brit over and over. She's breaking kayfabe and yelling Austin. Uh, yeah. They just keep yelling over and over. He's like, Brit. He's, and he's yelling to let her go. And uh, Do you know. think they did that because of like the all-access thing? Like, Because she called him Austin on that all the time. I was just like, ah. Oh. I was like, this part blows. Yeah, whenever they do that, Let I hate go. it. I'm like, I don't want to see Adam Cole in this light. He's yeah. Like, Britt, I'm sorry. <laughs> Edge, all of Edge's um, girlfriends always get killed. Edge? <laughs> yeah, Lita, Beth Phoenix, they always get like attacked and he has to be like, no! And like watch from the side. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying that Edge dated Britt Baker. I was like, oh, what? What? Sorry, that's why I was confused. I was like, Edge? Yeah, no, it's the worst. 
I, I hate it. Like, yeah. I don't know if they ever did that with Becky and Seth. The only I I d- one of the more cringeworthy ones is when Randy Orton does the ropes DDT to Stephanie when Triple H is handcuffed to the uh, turnbuckle, and he's like, "No!" and he's like hitting the mat, and then at the end, Randy like <laughs> leans. At the end, Randy leans down and kisses her on the lips, and then does the the Viper oh. roll out of the ring. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Oh. No. I was, I was like, yeah. Yes, I was not a fan of this. Uh, moving forward, we get an announcement that Jeff Hardy is going to address the AW crowd. On Con- the you know what Conrad said the one time to Bruce on a podcast? He said, hey, you know uh, on the brand, on Survivor Series, where you do the SmackDown versus Raw thing? And Bruce was like, yeah. And then uh, Conrad goes, "Yeah, that sucks." He's like, "We and I'm speaking for all the." He's like, "And I'm speaking for all the fans. We want you to know it sucks. Don't do that anymore." And then he goes, "He goes," and he's like, "I mean, we'll see." But uh, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about the when the guy's like trapped and he has to watch the girlfriend get like DDT or whatever. The like, don't do that anymore. That yeah, sucks. That, you know, that's, you know, that's don't, do that don't do that. That sucks. Um, so yeah like I said Jeff Hardy is going to be addressing the AW crowd on Rampage which we'll get to and then the main event was Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara Um, towards the end Jungle Boy is getting counted out Sammy distracts the ref and during this time MJF well the reason why Jungle Boy is on the outside is because Jungle Boy was up on the ropes and Sammy pushed him and Jungle Boy just jumped and landed on a table but the table didn't break. He didn't get the full... B- I don't know. It was, like, supposed to be his head hit it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Sammy distracts the ref while he's counting out, which stops the count. Um, MJF comes out of nowhere, or it doesn't stop the count. It pauses it. MJF comes out of nowhere and uh, hits Jungle Boy with a dynamite ring. Um, and then Sammy stops distracting the ref, and the ref continues counting. Um, but Jungle Boy... Oh, no, he got counted out, yeah. So the ref continued counting because Jungle Boy was about to get back in the ring before MJF hit him. Sorry if that was confusing. Yeah. So Jungle Boy's eliminated from the tournament. That means next week it's going to be, I guess next week, Jungle Boy versus Darby Allen. But to your point earlier, when you're like, it could be a fatal four-way, Jungle or MJF kept yelling at the camera saying, it's not going to be a fatal four-way, no fatal four-way. It's like, why else would you yell that if... It wasn't even talked about. Right, yeah. So, so. I mean, it, I think it would be a good match that way. Fatal 4-Way. It also makes it easy for MJF to retain them. But, uh, so yeah, the winner was Sammy Guevara, and MJF and Sammy are acting like friends for now. Yeah. So that's how we ended Dynamite. Let's, let's get, get into... Let's get Punk back in here. Come on. Hurry this up. Smackdown. <laughs> It's going to smack down as Tim's watching Triple H. He's going WD now. Maybe. Um, so, Zelina so Triple H is saying right now. Then I will be, then I will be I'm also. Just kidding. <laughs> Zelina Vega wants. So, on SmackDown, Zelina Vega wants to face Rhea Ripley at Backlash in Puerto Rico, mainly because she feels like I think she has unfinished business and she's the only Puerto Rican women's wrestler on the roster. So, that match, pretty sure, is set. Um. Random as hell. Seth Rollins versus Omos announced for Backlash. No build. Nothing. Still weird. 
Uh, Vince is like, Seth Rollins came we off a big win. Seth and at, a giant. I want to see him go up against him. I want to see him up against him. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I can't do this like I used to. <laughs> thing is, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar has beaten Omos. So, logic. Um, yeah, so that was that was a, a weird announced match. And like I said, Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley, United States Championship announced. So those two, along with Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega, are the final backlash matches. Um, we then have Karen Cross saying uh, he's going to take away Shinsuke's honor. So we're continuing that storyline, apparently. Karen Cross probably going to lose, I would assume, unless they want to drag this feud out. Since this it would be Shinsuke's big feud back. I, I think. Are you guys watching Raw right now? Is Vince coming out? Uh, no, I don't know how I feel. Yeah. The The background is like the old world heavyweight with the WWE symbol on it. The new it almost looks like an NXT, NXT title. Wait, they got a new belt? Too? No, I don't have Raw on. New belt. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like the world heavyweight that you have, but there's a big WWE logo in the center of it. And wh- yeah. wait, they're getting rid of, is this going to Roman? What's going on with this? Is this a combined? Basic, no, basically what Triple H just said is like when Roman gets drafted to a brand, he's going to stay there. So he'll be with the both titles and then whichever other like brand. It. I like it better than the titles that they have now. I don't know. It is. It's going it, to. It looks. Let's just say this. Compared to the black one and the purple one they have now, this looks like a championship. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see, pal. I think we should tell the people, the people at home, that when we talk about Vince, there's two Vince voices. There's 80s Vince, which is like, ha, 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 god damn, pal. You're going to be coming over. Oh, look <laughs> at him go. Look at so him go. Cold with we're going <laughs> to talk business. That's, and announcement. Then, That's announcing. And then there's today Vince, which is, god damn, pal. I'm going to have you come over. We're going to talk about some... Storylines over my place. So I kind of like the championship. <laughs> Big distinction. Yeah, I kind of like it, but also I, I don't like how there's like Roman's gonna have two belts on the other brand, and then this other brand gets this belt because no one could beat Roman. And then the guy has uh, two titles mean, like, on another show. Out? What is it called? I didn't hear that part. But that means like Cody could just win this, but it's not going to mean that much anymore because. Good lord, is that your name? Right, like Roman. Cody could just. They said on May twenty seventh, the night of champions. Jeremy just cracked his neck. I'm surprised he's not paralyzed right now by the sound of it. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. If you if you guys rewind like ten seconds and listen to it, Jeremy just like had an out of body experience. <laughs> oh, Felt good. But it, yeah, you're right. It seems like a cop out, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems like like have someone beat Roman for just one title then. They're like, look, pal. So they, so we don't know the name of it because you what have it muted. Yeah, I, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. What is it? What is it, pal? I want to know the galaxy title. I know. Like, what else could they call it? <laughs> All right, let's continue through this, though. Um, 
Okay, so then we had a, like I said, during Raw, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green won a shot at the Tag Team Championships. Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan successfully defended their Tag Team Championships against uh, Sonya and Chelsea Green. Uh, this was done by Liv dumped water on Chelsea's head and pinned her. Maybe getting we're getting there. closer and closer it's to the hot mess. There. It's yep. closer and closer. Getting there. Uh, Gunther successfully defended his Intercontinental Championship against Xavier Woods in a pretty good match. <laughs> and then the main event was Solo Sokoa versus Matt Riddle in a no DQ. Winner was Solo. Um, afterwards, the Bloodline attack Riddle and put him through a table. No help. No Kevin Owens. No Sami Zayn. Yeah, interesting. No help from them. Let's get into Rampage, guys. All right. Did you guys see this Rampage. segment? I did. Tim, did, Tim, you, did you see it? Because if not, I wrote it down word for word, so it's all right. He was like, I'm back again, and this time it's going to be different. <laughs> was it something like that? Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope, he said... He said, hello, everyone. <laughs> Man, it is super cool to be back in this elite world. Nine months ago, I didn't think this was even possible. I've worked so hard to reach this moment right now. Then some welcome back chants happened. He said, thank you very much. I've been trying really hard to love myself again. Uh, and I think the smartest thing for me to do is retire. Whoa. And then everyone's like, oh. And he looks around. He said, from screwing up, I'm here at <laughs> AEW to end my career on an extremely high note instead of a depressing low. I love each and every one of you. We'll see, and time will tell. The future's waiting for us to prevail. <laughs> that was weird after he said that, too. From screwing up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Because almost like like we were Andy and I were talking before this, and we're like when he said retire, we're almost like, oh, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, the fans. And then he was like, yeah, the fans. Nope. the fans are actually like, oh, okay. Well, the fans yeah. are like, good. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah. I'm screwing up. Yeah. yeah, I'm staying around. Woo! And then everybody's like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, oh, maybe this is not the right decision. He's like, well, brother, I'm back. <laughs> so I'm back. I'm gonna be wrestling. We made him way too so southern. That, uh, he, he became really like, yeah. <laughs> really, really country. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I've always said one of the worst promos. You ever thrown a pigskin, boy? <laughs> He's terrible. At yeah, that's that's why Matt's always talked when they were when they're out there. Matt's yeah, not great Matt himself. He's cover. like, and I will not <laughs> die. <laughs> So my friend, my friend Corey texted me, asked me if I saw the new belt. He said it's the world heavyweight title mixed with some WWE ness, which is basically yeah. what, what we said. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Does he know what it's called yet? Or uh, I didn't call him, anything. He didn't tell me. He just asked me if I saw it. So I'm assuming he knows that I know what it's called, but I don't. <laughs> anyway, so after Jeff Hardy said that, Stokely Hathaway comes up on the screen to find out about the details of their match, which is going to be at the Hardy compound. Matt Hardy says he'll let him know when the time is right. Then the firm attacks from behind and takes everybody out. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this deletion nope. match. Jeff Hardy's like, 
I would throw y'all on top of my cars, but I don't got any. <laughs> imagine if they if they have like Jeff, though. Yeah, imagine if they have Jeff Hardy driving around in that match. It's like he better not get behind anything. Jeez. Don't put this man behind. They're like just behind a wheel. Look at him. <laughs> and he just like crashes. He's out of the match. Oh, <laughs> I only had a couple road door beers. open bottles fall out. <laughs> couple road. Pro Brewskis. Um, <laughs> so Rampage had opened up with Moxley versus uh, Christopher Daniels because Christopher Daniels has a relationship with the Elite, um, which Moxley would end up winning. But Dude, backstage, Moxley is like with Claudio. Years old. <laughs> well, Moxley with Claudio attacks uh, Christopher Daniels backstage right after Daniels says something along the lines of, I guess you do have honor. Just proved him wrong. Then the main event was Jalistico. He said, I guess you do have Kingo. honor. Ring of honor. <laughs> you know, Christopher that's Daniels looks like the guy from Ready to Rumble that says, he's like, bitter sour ass. <laughs> it's bitter sour ass. How did you drink Store that? clerk. Like all the butterfruit <laughs> went to the bottom. I struggled through most of it, but the butt <laughs> went to the bottom. Um, Maybe so, it smells like my yeah, ass. Was, Maybe your ass. Like, like my ass. Yeah. Maybe your ass. Like, oh, I will get you another one. ASAP. <laughs> um, but talking about the WWE title, I was wondering why they kept posting about the history of the WWE title this past like week. Like, oh uh, yeah, it was showing all that stuff. I figured something might be coming. So, yeah, main event of Rampage, though, was Drillistico, who basically wears the same mask of Sankara. If you want to get real confused, go look up the history of all these masked guys, Drillistico and um, Sankara and uh, Mystico. It's all real confusing. They all swap. Rush's brother is, I think, Drillistico. Reptile. But they also have another brother who is Dragon Lee. I don't know. It's all confusing. If you want to confuse yeah. yourself, that was, look it that up. was for the uh, AAA, AAA title, right? It's for yeah. the AAA championship. Uh, Vikingo retained. It's an entertaining match. A lot of crazy stuff. Fans ate it up. But yes, Vikingo yeah. um, retained. What's his name? That's the part about a. De- Who? What do you say? A Kingo. What's his name? El Hijo del Vikingo, son of the Viking. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, that's what I like about AW, though, is like they have the variety. Like, that's what I wish they would continue to have, because sometimes it's too much of the same stuff. But, like, I like when they can do, go from, like, an old-school wrestling match to, like, Lucho. Well, that's, what I, Lucho that's what I try to tell myself sometimes. It's just like, hey, this match wasn't for me on the card, but there's <laughs> yeah, stuff right. that, you know was on there that that I enjoyed. So. Yeah. Um but that wraps up this episode. Tim, do you have a classic show of the week? You know, I actually don't have a classic show of the week this week. Andy, do you have anything that you might recommend? Anything that you've been watching? Um, I've been watching I've been watching I, I've been watching a lot of uh, Monday Night Nitro at that at nighttime. So I recommend if you grew up in that time period, uh, it's it's a fun 
thing to throw on. You had to turn the lights off, transport back to 1998. I just watched the new episodes of Rivals. It was Stone Cold and Bret Hart, and then it was Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. And one pay-per-view I never saw was Survivor Series 96 when Bret and Stone Cold first ever faced each other. Well, that's so, a great match. I mean, that like, maybe that should, ooh, that should just... It's like a good match. It, let that, that's the classic show of the week then. Boom, there you go. It looked like a really good match, so maybe I'll check it out myself. I well, don't know what else is on the card, but... Well, we got a little silly this episode. It was fun. Thank you for joining us. This was episode 81. I don't know why I just rhymed like Dr. Seuss. That was very weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> join us next week. Uh, yeah, if you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, thank you. Appreciate you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate you all. Um, maybe at this point, at some point this year, we can uh, start to get a little fancier with some. Uh, I'll try to get a better camera for my setup or something. So. Everybody that's been sticking with us from the beginning, you guys are the best. Uh, And we will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Enjoy some wrestling. Peace.